Our vision is to inspire the world and remove limiting beliefs in your mind. At Sprinkle with Hope, our mission is to inspire you to live your best life by sharing stories of hope, resilience, courage, and overcoming adversity. We believe that everyone has the potential to lead a joyful, fulfilling life, and we hope to encourage and motivate you to pursue your dreams. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. Welcome back to your Sprinkle with Hope podcast and your host Shane. Today, our guest is Dee Wallace. I don't have to introduce her. Everyone knows who she is. Um, Dee, thank you so much for joining us. We're really grateful and thankful that you're willing to take some time with us today. Oh, I am thrilled to be here and spread the joy and let everybody know that they can get the lives they want. I mean, anytime we can talk about that and be happier, why not, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So Dee actually just wrote a book. It's called Born, Giving Birth to a New You. I love that title. Dee, let's talk about that. What is that? Why did you write it? What does it mean? You know, we talked a little bit about this before we recorded, but it's going to change people's lives. And so let's talk about that. Yeah, it, it literally is the formula for manifestation, for creating what you want. If you know the formula, the formula applies to absolutely everything, money, success, relationships, health, everything. So it's interesting. I wrote the book without a title. Mm. Like most authors, I'm math backwards, as my mother would say. (laughs) And um, so when I got to the title, I thought, oh, well, actually, it's about being reborn in the ch- my channel. I'm a channel. I'm a clairaudient channel, which everybody is, by the way. <laughs> if you've ever thought, oh, I should call somebody, and then they call you the next day, that's channeling. Okay. So no airy-fairy <laughs> stuff about it. So the channel tried in and said no that's a religious term this is not a religious book and i went oh good point and then the more i tested it the more the information came out that we don't want to ever try redoing something Mm. that's not what creation is about creation is about creating new in the moment that you are creating it. Mm. So that's why I ended up with born giving birth to a new you, because this is our moment, all of our moments, every moment is our moment, where we have the opportunity to kind of go to the zero point, the blank page, Mm -hmm. and create what we want. In order to do that, though, and here's the rub. You <laughs> have to let go of your stories. Mm. And we just don't like to let go of our story. No. You know, well, tell me what you want, I'll say to a client. Well, you know, I came from, uh, I was abused in my family and 
my father sexually abused me and my mom was never there. I said, okay, what do you want? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I just, I want to be happy, but <laughs> yeah. all this stuff happened to me. Right. And we're literally taught to look at creation by saying what we don't want. Mm. Uh, when I go out and speak and I have somebody come up on stage, I'll go, okay, what do you want? Oh, I don't want to have to worry about money. Great. What do you want? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to worry about money all the time. Great. What do you want? Well, I don't want to be so stressed. The, I'm telling you guys, this can go on for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> until finally they get so pissed off at me. They go, I want more money. And I go, great. Now we can start. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, think of the universe as your significant other. The universe is our partner. If we don't tell it what we want, it can't give it to us. Mm. Right? What do you want for Valentine's Day? Well, I don't want, <laughs> you know, and your partner goes, here we go again. Yeah. I guess let's go get her the same stupid thing I got last year, right? Yeah. Because we're not communicating what we want. So the first principle of manifesting anything is you've got to be clear about what you want. And the best way to do that is write down a list. Like if people call in and they say, I want more money. And I say, okay, how much do you want to make this year? Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, but they think they have been specific enough to ask and that the universe is going to get just some more money. Right. <laughs> right. So they can stop and find a nickel on the freaking street and that's <laughs> more money. Right. Yeah. yeah. So not wrong make a list i want i want i want i want and then next to it make a list i am creating and finish the sentence i am create so that you have what you want and then you have the intention and the commitment that you are creating that right now then it's so easy guys creation is really easy we all want to make it really hard. <laughs> we ought to, we want to make it really important, yeah. you know, but it really, you know, I laughingly say God created the world in seven days. How hard could it be? Right. Right. So know what you want, you commit to what you want. And this is, this is, you feel as much love as you can possibly feel, I teach everybody to find a love place. And your love place is anything that makes you smile and makes your heart open <laughs> the minute you think about it. So you guys find your love place. Got it? Mm -hmm. I got it. Pretty got easy, it. wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Now tell, just think one thing you want that you want to create right now. Okay, now go back to your love place and just wallow in that love. Mine's my little doggy. That's my love place. Just wallow in that love. 
and connect what you want with that. That's your job. Then what that does is we're electrical beings. So that shoots out an electrical charge into the universe, which is electromagnetic. And so if you're sending out, you know, I want this, but I'm too stupid to get it. The universe will match that and send it back to you. So you keep repeating the same pattern of not getting right. Right. If yeah. you shoot out the signal, oh, having that is love. And I'm just letting you create it with me now, universe. Then the universe really can connect to that and shoot that back to you. And that's how your life changes. That's awesome. I, I really love that, D. As you were kind of talking about love, one of the things that you say is love yourself beyond yes. anyone or anything else. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, you know, for yeah. about an hour. <laughs> yes. <Perfect>. So, <laughs> guys, you know, who do we want to give everything to? The people we love. Yeah, absolutely. We're always last on the list if we're on the list at all. Right. <laughs> yeah. We spend most of our lives judging who we are. Mm. Judging our bodies. Judging how much we've succeeded. Right? Uh, judging our past back to our stories again. So that takes you totally out of the moment and you're not creating now through love with love. The more look, your body is a universe in itself. Let me back up a minute. My, my teachings are a combination of religion, spirituality and brain science all of which are saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. So your brain thinks in pictures, right? Right. If you're, let's say you have cancer and you go into the fear, which is the opposite of love. Right. And you go, I got to fix this. I got to fix this. I don't like that my body has cancer. I don't like that my body's doing this. Your brain sees more cancer and your body doesn't live in this state of love for itself so it can heal. Mm. You know, people don't understand love at all. We either are trying to get love or give love. And what we want to do is be love. We want to literally be the frequency of love and take that frequency and match it up with everything that we want. But if we don't love ourselves, why are we going to do what's best for ourselves? Why are we going to give ourselves all the desires of our heart? Right. You know, we don't love ourselves enough to do that. We think we're, you know, back to all this, all the teachings that we've gotten from society, religion, everything about we're not worthy, you know, and um, you can't enter the kingdom if you're not humble. Well, Mother Teresa was humble, but she was flipping powerful. Right. Gandhi was humble, flipping powerful. 
right? Yeah. Humble just means I accept the greatness of who I am, knowing that who I am is an honor to be who I am. Mm. Right? That's so good. So good. I love this discussion. The, you know, you've been so busy with Hollywood and, and hundreds of movies you've been in. We've seen countless. Um, but how did you get into this healing? And, you know, the, I, I just like to pick people's brain and figure out how, how did you come about this? You know, you had a really successful career and still do. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I'm it's still kind of a, working. I'm, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got two great episodes of 911 coming starting next week. Um, you know, I was born. It's the easiest answer I can give you. I've gotten messages since I was a little kid, and every little kid does. We just think, oh, isn't it cute? She has an imaginary partner. Right. right. <laughs> no, got to tell you, they're getting messages, which anybody <laughs> can channel, you right. know, anybody. All the information is hanging out right here. But like the good book says, you have to ask to receive. Mm, yep. So 100%. when I was little, I was very, very close to my grandma. She raised me because part of my story is that I'm really poor, right? So um, not anymore. Uh, so I woke up, I was like seven or eight years old. And I went, something's wrong at grandma's house. And I went into my mom. And I woke her up, poor mom, she had to be at, be at work at 7am. But this is the saint my mother was. So she gets up and she calls grandma and nobody answers. Mm. And she looked at me and she said, all right, Dee Dee, we'll drive over there. That's like 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh. So we drove over and the cat had gotten up on the stove and turned all the burners on. So the gas was coming out. Oh, my gosh. Grandma was OK, but who knows if she would have been OK by the morning, right? right? God love my mother. She just always gave me permission to believe in who I was. That's right? awesome. Yeah. So I had a lot of experiences like that when I was little. And then I got into college and I kind of put him away to fit in, you know. And, right. And, um, and then I wanted... I, I taught a year of high school and I thought, man, if I don't go follow my dream now, I ain't ever getting out of here. <laughs> I'd never been out of Kansas City in my life, right? Okay. So I said, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to be an actress. That's what I want to do. Well, everybody laughed. You don't know anybody. Nobody knows you. Blah, blah, blah. It's it, you know. I don't care. I'm going to go to New York. <laughs> I, I'm a big believer in naivete because when you're really naive, the fear doesn't come in. Right. So anyway, make a long story really short. <laughs> I wrote the cheesiest letter and sent the cheesiest picture to Hal Prince, 
who was the biggest producer on Broadway, who was doing a little night musing and looking for an unknown. And they called me three weeks later and wanted to fly me to New York to audition. Wow. <laughs> well, I already had a ticket that happened to get me in the day I had to audition. So that's how I was raised because I wasn't going to ask him to pay money for something that I already had, right? He would have flown me first class. And all. So the day I landed in New York, I took everything I had, put it in a cab, said, can you take all this to my address, please? It all got there. I got down to the last five girls in the acting and the dancing. And then they said, well, Mr. Prince would like you to sing. And I went, oh. Oh, I didn't know he had to sing. And his secretary looked at me and said, well, dear, it is a musical. <laughs> so, Mr. Prince said, it's okay, baby, sing happy birthday. And the company has said, what key? And I went, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but I was on my way, right? And yeah. I just kept listening. I, every time a doubt would come in, and I want everybody to hear this, your mind is made to doubt and question. You are never going to find the answer, the highest answers from your mind. You want to go to your heart, mm. and feel into what the highest choice is for you, and then tell your mind and brain follow that and create that mm, so, so every time i had a doubt come in i went nope i'm in new york and i'm gonna be an <laughs> actress right it literally took me two months i had like four dollars and 80 cents left to my name wow. i had called my older brother to see if i could borrow a thousand dollars and i said denny i'm close i know i'm close and god love him he said I bet you are, sweetheart. I'm sending you the $1,000. That night, a guy that I met in an audition took me to uh, a party. His agents told me to come by on Monday that they wanted to sign me, and they were the biggest commercial agents in New York, and I ended up doing 400 commercials and never looked back. Wow. That's really But, you um... know, if you don't believe in you. Right. See, this is, and this is science. Whatever you're aligned with within yourself, all the energy around you aligns then. So if you want to change something in your life, you've got to get yourself into alignment within yourself. And then all the energy can shift to come toward where, towards you and manifest that with you. That's honestly d that is exactly what shane and i did we we wanted yeah. to have you on our show we we you know we just put that energy out there and and really wanted to call it back and and i so i believe that you're sitting in front of us because shane and i wanted that absolutely and because because our intentions matched up see yes we so. wanted to get this information out to people we wanted to share we wanted to bring joy we wanted to talk about love 
you know, and like attracts like, I mean, yes, they do. <laughs> you know, that phrase just didn't come out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> so yeah. Cause I, I'm so busy right now yes. that I've, I've, and I, I try not to turn down, um, interviews like this, but I've been so busy. I, I have two films and three conventions coming up literally in the next six weeks. <laughs> and, and for that, D, we're, we are truly grateful. So, oh, stop it. I'm glad. <laughs> what else do you want to know? So, you know, I had a question about, so a lot of the movies and the, the, the parts that you play and you're, you're always kind of in this like motherly role, right? You think? You know? <laughs> so i'm kind of curious you know why does why do you feel like that's the case why do you feel like there's always this piece of your movies and things that that have you in this motherly role well i think it goes right back into the healing work um when you think of the figure that is most nurturing in the world what mm -hmm. figure do we think about mother yeah mother right and uh my mothers usually are taking care of children in some kind of peril mm -hmm. if you think about it uh, i had a mother uh, my dad here's my story that i'm not connected to uh, my dad was an alcoholic most of his life, couldn't hold down a job. So my mom worked very, very hard, but she was also an amazing actress in our church and um, in community theater. So I had this dichotomy. My dad also, very uh, talented guy. Um, kind of an entrepreneur. He actually created the first discount house in America. Hmm. Wow. Called Promoto Sale. And they were so strapped for money that he hadn't take out taken out insurance on it and it burned to the ground and they lost everything. Wow. Right. So well that's a, was a big part of his story though you know and then it was a part of my older brother's story and i came very close in a situation in my career to recreating that story also and i went oh wait a minute i know this story i've seen this story i must have a belief in here that that's how it has to work Mm. So I've got to change that belief because I ain't doing what I saw my dad and brother do. I'm not doing it. So what am I doing? I'm succeeding. I'm continuing to succeed. I'm continuing to be vital. And I know that everybody is on my side and I'm protected in this world. And I have been. But I came real close to taking a dive there. <laughs> And that's why in the good book, it says, as you believe, it is delivered to you. And it's really kind of like the matrix, guys. Pick a door, any door, which is a belief. And yeah. you can have that experience in your life. 
or you can have that experience in your life. Or you can go into that door and have that experience and walk out like I did and go in a door and create a different experience. Yep. But it, you know, I, one of my favorite things to say to clients is if you're waiting for God, the angels or the guides, you're going to wait forever because they're waiting for you. Mm, On this plane, we were given free will. Nobody can think a thought for us, feel a feeling for us, have a belief that we don't want, right? That makes us on this plane, the creators of us. So we have to be clear. We have to choose. We have to be aware of how we are fighting ourselves. And the best way to do that, everybody, is to, again, write down what you want. Let's just. Let's just, um, okay, Shane, what is it that you want to create right now? Uh, I, I just want people to hear your message. Like, honestly, now, what is- do you want for you? What do you want for you? For me? Yeah. That you don't have right now. What do you want? Here we go. What do you want, Shane? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say financial independence, just not, okay, worry, not worrying great. about. So I want you to go back to your childhood from conception through eight years old. What was verbally taught to you or modeled to you about having lots and lots and lots of money? Uh, there wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> okay, lot of- so there's not a whole lot. And what about the possibility of changing that. Did you ever see that in your childhood? Um, no, not really. I mean, we weren't really taught that. Okay. So were you taught that having a lot of money was really, really great? Mm, I don't, I don't remember that. I mean, I, I don't remember even talking a whole lot about it, just that it, we didn't have a whole lot. And so it was never, <laughs> And did you watch your parents have to work hard for money? Had to work hard and also rely on, like we were talking about, mom, mom, I need help. (laughs) Okay. So I want everybody to hear this. Your little child is running your life. If you are wanting something and you keep hitting a wall, it's your little child trying to keep you safe. Mm. they're going inside wait wait you know you can't have a lot of money mommy and daddy didn't have a lot of money it's not okay to have a lot of money Mm. you know having a lot of money then you'd go beyond them and you might do bad things and i don't know if you can really handle money and so you we all have to reparent ourselves Mm. because Money has no consciousness at all. When I go out and speak, I take a big bundle of money and put it at the front of the platform and say, now I want you guys to watch this money for two hours. Watch all the bad shit it does. (laughs) Yeah, but they get it. Your consciousness is what you do with your money. I, I know this one so well because I have turned my life around totally 
from being the daughter of my parents who never ever had any money and growing up in a church where money wasn't really great you know the message was just have what you need well it, it took me a long time to know i needed to go to hawaii once a year yeah <laughs> i need that for my psyche right yep so you know my intention every day is to magnetize to be love around money and magnetize money to me so i can share a lot of love with my money mm. so i get to do give to a lot of great charities like my animals that i love <laughs> and save the children and and i get to co-sign and help my daughter buy her new home uh you know help my just helped one of my friends who was about ready to get evicted and but i said to them look this is it you have to now start creating your life in a better way yeah right that's yeah because otherwise we just enable people to be less than who they can be mm -hmm. so yeah, true that, that really is true do you've convinced me to get your book i am going to get it <laughs> right after we get off this call We're i am to... telling you if you apply what is in that book your life will change yeah. but you got to live it guys you can't just read it you can't just talk about it you can't go to 15 years of conventions and study it you've got to live it and then your life starts to change yeah so good this discussion has been so good so near the end of our podcast do we have what we call the double down dose are you ready for this I don't know. What is it? <laughs> so I have a question and Jason will ask the last question. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so bad at this. Okay. I'm really good at this. These are, these are super, super easy questions. Uh -huh. Ask all of our guests. So okay. The first question of, of the double down dose is how would you define hope? Um, <laughs> I would define hope as not creating. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just sit with that one for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I'm hoping and dreaming and wishing, I'm not there, am I? No. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. You can't try to be there and be there at the same time, guys. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So need the follow up, and we've already talked a little bit about this, but what is your definition of love? Oh. My dog. <laughs> my daughter my mom my mommy i don't think i don't think you can define love in words love is a force that encompasses you and fills you up and moves you and creates for you the you so said good. so many words without saying words i <laughs> for those of you who are watching just to see you be so vulnerable and open up and just 
talk about your mom and say, that's love to me. Like that said so many more words than you could ever say. Yeah. This has been such a pleasure to meet you and to be able to speak with you. We have really enjoyed your career for many, many years and, and will for probably many, many more. Um, That's the plan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for your time and insight. Uh, If you, uh, sorry, reach out and get her book. It will change your life. I know it. I'm going to do it. Jason will get it. Um, Thank you again so much for your time. Uh, Thank you. This has been a real, real, real pleasure. Yes. Thank you, Dee.